Welcome to the Colonial Church STA podcast. The vision of Colonial Church is to build an exciting, vibrant, Bible-based church right here in the heart of St. Augustine, Florida. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this message. Well, welcome to a uh, another leadership podcast um, from uh, from Colonial Church. Uh, my name is Pastor Matt McClory. I am the lead pastor alongside my wife here at Colonial, and um, and I actually brought this message to our staff just this week. And I really believe it's a message that can help people, um, especially when it comes to leadership and stepping up into the area of leadership. But hey, I just want to I want to read from Colossians chapter one. Um, just as we begin, but it says this. So we have not stopped praying for you since we first heard about you. We ask God to give you complete knowledge of his will and to give you spiritual wisdom and understanding. Then the way you will live will always honor and please God and your lives will produce every kind of good fruit. All the while you will grow as you learn to know God better and better. And this week, uh, to our staff, to our team, I wanted to talk about uh, growth management. Um, we just started a series in our church called Manager, um, which is really a series on godly stewardship. Just looking at how do you steward well, how do you manage well, which is what stewardship is. It's the management, it's the entrusting of God-given resources to your life to then go and manage them well. And I was reminded of my time in the corporate industry in the financial industry um i uh, had a lot of contact with uh with investors i was talking to professional investors all the time it was kind of part of my job um and i just remember always i usually be speaking to to one or two types of investors um either a growth manager or a value manager and there are two very very different styles or strategies in that world the idea with 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 value managers was um or the strategy behind value management is to go after uh stocks and and companies that have bottomed out or are essentially considered good value to these investors they would they look at things like pe ratios which would you know, if a low PE ratio sometimes presented an opportunity, especially if it was a, a PE ratio that was uh, that was at a discount to um, a, an average level. Uh, other good things about value stocks to these type of investors was dividend yield. So they look at different things that would cause them to say this is actually a value type idea. So you had on one spectrum value managers, but then on the other side, you had growth managers. And growth managers were completely different, uh, completely different altogether. They would be interested in in hyper-growth stocks, stocks that are uh, might even look or appear on the outside as expensive, but the growth manager sees the amount of growth potential in that stock and therefore wants to invest in it knowing full well that there's a very good chance because of a lot of different factors that this type of stock is going to keep growing and grow exponentially. So they'd be interested in that. But they're two very, very different um, styles. And I was always interested in that. I was, I was always drawn to that contrast because it really took on two different mindsets, mindsets uh, and, and ways of doing things, ways of looking at the world. I think when it comes to our own lives, I think we could look at something like that, especially when it comes to growth, um, being a good manager of growth. 
um, and being good stewards over our own growth, being uh, good stewards over our own calling, what does that really mean? It means being committed to, to one's own growth. Um, growth is inevitable in life if you're not going backwards in life. There's really no in-between if you think about it. It's a law. It's kind of like the law of gravity. It's like you're either dying or you're growing. Um, something's either going forward or it's going backwards in life. There's no real middle ground. Um, and I think it's true in life. I think it's true in, in our own callings, our own walk as Christians is we're either growing or we're dying. We're going backwards. Um, I think that's probably why, and I think it's Revelation 3 and verse 16, Jesus has such an issue with um, people who are lukewarm. And I think really what he's saying there is he's saying you're not going forward, you're not growing, you're actually dying. It might seem like you're, you're uh, moving at a, um, a slow speed uh, or may even seem like you're you know, just treading water. But Jesus had a big problem with people or took real issue with people who were spiritually going backwards. He wanted to see people come to life um, and that was so important. So I want to talk about growth. Being, being a growth manager, being a steward of growth in our own life. And I've got this, a few points, but my first to our staff this week was, was this. Growth and being a steward of growth, growth starts with me. When it comes to my calling, when it comes to my, my, my uh, assignment, my God-given entrusted assignment in life, when it comes to growing what I'm given, when it comes to, to seeing that grow to a level that has a good return, just like a growth manager. Growth growth starts with me. It's my responsibility. Um, I can look around all I want. I can look around at my, my spouse. I can look around at my friends. I can look around at, at uh, my pastor, even um, um, even my parents. And you can look around all you want. And I, I do not dispute for a moment that they are all contributing factors. But the truth is this. Growth starts with me. At the end of the day, no one's going to reach into my life and force me to grow so growth ultimately starts with me. But here's the next thing about growth, and this was point two in my message to our staff, was this. Growth actually has a spread to it. So when you think about it, growth, and even when we read about in Colossians, the, 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 the passage that I read off the top, but, the, but growth you know, has a, has a spread to it. There's sort of like a ripple effect that comes when I steward my own growth in the world around you in Colossians. Uh, I think it's verse 10, chapter 1, verse 10. It says, all the while you will grow as you learn. You will grow as you learn to know God better and better. So it's almost like there's this spread to it. I think the early church and the Apostle Paul's life is an amazing example of that, a shining example to us today um, that, that, that growth in one's own life has this amazing ability to go beyond um, an individual. So there's almost a spread to growth. When I think about my own decision to grow as a person individually, and you might you might feel the call right now to grow, um, you know, in your role as a business person, you might feel called to grow in your role as a parent. But as you understand that growth starts with me, and you begin to grow, there's actually an incredible spread to growth in our own lives. When we understand stewardship and management and growth management in our own lives. It's actually incredible how growth can have a spread effect to it. And the third thought was this off the top. Growth actually changes lives. So growth does change my life. I, I, I'm obviously better off um, because I'm no, I'm no longer going backwards. I'm no longer dying. I'm actually growing. I'm moving forward. But if there's healthy, godly growth in my life, that will always sprout and then be healthy for other people as my life encounters 
their life. And I think when you want to live a big life, because that's what essentially leadership is, whether you're a leader in the church or you're a leader in the marketplace or you're a leader in your home, living a bigger life has a larger impact than just my own life. My growth, there's a ripple effect to it. My sphere, my world, there's a big, big difference that can be made outside of myself. I think the family unit is a great example of that. A decision by uh, the father in a home to say, you know, I'm going to start walking with Jesus. I'm going to start moving in that direction. Never underestimate the power of that and the ripple effect and the way that there's spread to that growth, that decision to, to start growing or be a person that grows in life. It then actually um, can change the lives of others. So just a question for you as you're listening to this podcast and your role and maybe your platform. I gave this challenge to our team, but it could be a challenge for you too. Are you stewarding well? Are you managing well the growth that is on your life that you're called to? Or do you make do you maybe need to make some adjustments? So I gave out our team seven keys to keep growing. There's lots of different keys to growth. There's lots of different things you can do to growth. These are the ones that I just came up with. I sort of began by saying this, that hard work is absolutely inherent in this thing, in this thing called growth. You're going to be a growth manager. You've got to be willing to work hard. Work hard is just part of it. Working hard is part of the deal. So that's kind of, to me, stating the obvious. So work hard, that's 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 absolutely um, what's required. But first key is this, challenge yourself to something. Just challenge yourself to something. Um, you have to set targets in life. You have to figure out something in life. And I think like for all of us, there needs to be something in our in our lives, in our call, in our in our journey that we look at. Maybe it's something big in your world, like maybe you're called to preach, maybe you're called to to um to start a business, but you you need to challenge yourself to something. If you want to think about being a growth manager, what's the challenge? What's the challenge look like? What have you seen ahead of you and thought, "Man, I need to figure that out. I need to work out what that's going to take." For me to grow. So challenge yourself to something. It's an absolute key to growth. Number two, be consistent. It's the only way that growth happens well is with consistency. Maybe your team at your church is not growing. Maybe your business has stopped growing. I wonder maybe if you just haven't been consistent in what you need to verbalize as a body and maybe as a, as a church or a business Maybe you just haven't been consistent about your execution when it comes to, to, to the vision and maybe the culture of your organization. But make no mistake that a key to growing in life and in leadership is there has to be consistency attached to managing your growth. Number three, just like be persistent, uh, sorry, be consistent is to be persistent. Be persistent about your growth. Be persistent about the fact that you will grow. Don't let it even be a question mark. Say, I'm going to be the type of person who grows. Um, be like a dog at a bone. Dog at a bone type stuff is awesome. Show some fight, some grit and determination. I think in church life, we don't talk about this enough. People sort of, sort of tend to just go to water or lay down easily in church because they think, oh, well, you know, it must not be God's will because it's not happening for me right now. But can I just encourage you? There's got to be some persistence about your growth because anything you fight for or you decide to go for in life, it's not going to come easy. Anything great in life doesn't come easy. It usually takes some persistence and some and some fight and grit and determination in your world. I think the Apostle Paul's life is a shining example of that. Be persistent. Uh, number four, 
key to uh, growth and a, and a way to manage your growth, and I think this is a really interesting one, is innovation is your friend. Innovation is actually your friend. What am I saying? I'm saying try something new. When you do it, I believe when you when you innovate in church, in business, in teams, even in your family situation, your home life, it automatically brings a freshness to your ministry. Maybe the reason you're not seeing growth right now is because you're stuck in a rut and maybe you're just you keep flogging the same dead horse. I think it's interesting for me um, whenever I've tried to bring in something new into our team or into our church world, it's forced people out of their comfort zone and made them consider something new. And I believe that's just something fresh that people can grab a hold of. And I've just got this this thought for you as you're listening to this today, that a new way usually flows from a new mind. So new ways, new ways of doing things, new processes, new procedures, usually they flow from a fresh mindset, a fresh way of thinking, a fresh way of approaching something mentally. Starting there can be a great way to then see something manifest in in your world that's that's different, that's new, that's fresh. Um, I think it's always good to think about in church life, in business, in 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 any area. I think how can I do this better? How how can this be done better? I'm not saying that you need to come back to the drawing board every single week. But you, you know when there's, there's seasons and you know when you get to the point where you're like, man, this is starting to become a little bit rep- repetitious. And I believe if you take this approach and say, you know, innovation is actually my friend. It's not my, it's not my obstacle. It's not my opposition. But innovation, it can actually be a friend to me. Um, I believe you'll see new processes, new ways of doing things that will ultimately mean a vibrant world that you can operate in. Part of our vision statement in our church is that we're building an exciting, vibrant um, Bible-based church, a vibrant church. And the reason that, that I put that word in there in our mission statement is because I always wanted our church and I, I will always want our church to be fresh, for our team to be fresh, for there be to just be a sense a freshness of, um, you know, that fresh touch of God on things that we're doing because we're looking to to what God's doing now, not to not hanging on to something he did a long time ago because God's always got new things for you. So innovation can actually be your friend. Number five, remember we're talking about keys to growth, managing your growth. Number five, read more books. <laughs> read more books. It sounds so simple, but study and learning and education and getting better, that is part of growth. Whether you're learning on the job or you're learning in the books, study is absolutely critical. I threw this thought out to our team, but when's the last time you started a new book? What books are you reading right now? Could be an audio book, could be, could be, uh, you know, some sort of course you might do online, but are you feeding yourself with solid content on a continuous basis because make no mistake that is a key to growth so that's number five Um, number six set the bar higher set the bar higher Uh, my pastor pastor brian houston would always say something that i loved he said if you if you aim at nothing you'll hit it every single time and it's true when it comes to to growing you need to set the bar higher for you then to grow more to achieve that new um, that new standard that new high standard. I'm not talking about crazy unrealistic growth or some crazy unrealistic high standard that that no one can ever achieve. But you really got to take 
Take aim at something. Take aim at um, something that's a higher standard. Just be a person that has high standards. Be a person that says, no, I have a high standard because I want to grow. Because I actually want to be a good steward of my call and everything that God has for me. But growth really is about going to an even higher standard. A higher standard than there was before. You know, I talked about the difference between value managers and growth managers at the beginning of this podcast. But the thing about growth managers and the thing about the stock market actually in general is it's all based on growth. If you look at the the results season and Facebook and Google and all these growth companies come out with uh, with with earnings and results at uh, three or four times a year, what is the, the market actually looking for? It's looking for the growth rate. It's looking for the growth above last year, the percentage above last year, the the year on year growth that you see for that company. And what what is essentially is that is that the market is focused on how much higher they're growing. And I think it's the same with our lives. If we want to steward our our own growth well, if we want to um, keep being good managers of the growth that that God wants us to have, um, we need to understand that there has to be a point where we set the bar higher than than we set it last year or last month or even last decade. Look at what's ahead and say, I can set the bar higher. And you know what happens when we set the bar higher? This is the truth. It forces us to grow more. If we set the bar higher and say, that's what I'm going to go for. And if I could go back to, to key number one, when you challenge yourself to something big, it forces you to grow. It forces you to say, well, if, I'm, if that's realistic, if that's something that, that, that is a challenge for me, I'm going to figure that thing out. It opens up my world, opens up my world to growing, to getting better, and to being able to, to go to a higher standard in life. So what were they? Number one, challenge yourself. Number two, be consistent in the journey. Number four, uh, sorry, number three, be persistent. Number four, innovate. Remember, innovation is your friend. New ways flow from a fresh mind. Um, number five, read more books. Keep feeding yourself with good, solid content. Study um, is so important. Number six, set the bar higher. And if I could finish with this, number seven, key a key to growth, and I believe this is an absolute critical key to growth is this. Be able to take constructive feedback and apply it. If we're gonna if we're gonna keep growing, if we're gonna be good growth managers, good stewards of growth, if you're not able to take constructive feedback well and apply it in your life, you will automatically put a ceiling and a lid on your own growth. If you're not able to 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 take constructive feedback and someone, you know, your leader or your pastor or your boss wants to to help you and and maybe even maybe even coming it from a from the perspective of, well, you've disappointed or you've fallen short of the mark on something. Just understand that that actually that feedback could actually be there to help you go to the next level. I wonder if maybe you're going through something right now and you could feel like there's feedback coming your way that that is really illuminating or putting a spotlight over your role where it, it doesn't feel good. It feels like maybe you're disappointing some people or you're not you're not getting to the to the point that they want you to be at. But can I just encourage you, maybe that feedback is coming your way because God wants you to grow. God wants you to be a good steward of your own growth, a good manager of your own growth, which means that you'll be able to go to a new level as you apply that constructive feedback and be better at what you're called to do. So there are just some keys that I brought to our staff this week. And I really believe that those things can help you. I believe that that we're all called to steward well and manage well the calling on our lives. 
I believe that God has got so much for you. He's got specifically an amazing plan and a purpose for your life. And he sent Jesus to die on a cross and to rise again so that you'd be able to live this incredible life in relationship with him, but also fulfilling this amazing God-given assignment and calling that he has for your life. We love you so much. We believe in you. Um, If you live in St. Augustine, we would love to have you come to our church. 550 State Road 207, 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. on a Sunday morning. If you don't live in, in our city, then please look us up online, social media, and our YouTube channel is a, is a great way to stay up to date with all that's happening at Colonial. So much love from us. God bless. Well, we hope you got something out of that message. We would really love to connect with you. Why not join us at church on Sundays or connect with us at Colonial Church. We would also love it if you could hit the subscribe button, maybe leave a comment for us or a review to really help us move the ministry of Colonial forward. In Jesus' name, God bless you.